Full Armor Mode. You're listening to Front Stabbers Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Front Stabbers Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. So we have a few guests here today. So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. All right. So I guess I'm going to go first. Um, the name's KT, a.k.a. Kurlinski. Also, mm-hmm. perps underscore ambition. Follow me, you know. Yeah, yeah um, Instagram. Hello, guys. <laughs> that long <pause. laughs> um, I'm Emily. You can uh, follow me on Instagram, Liz Taylor. How do you spell it? Because oh, L-X-Z-T-V-Y-L-O-R. There you go. All right. All right. So, you know, the guys aren't here today. No. no. It's all about the girls. All right? Because they had their own young men advice. Now we about to give y'all the tea on our advice also. So, how many of you guys... Well, actually... What are you guys doing with your life today, you know? Feed the audience, you know? Feed what the audience. With our life? Wow. What so are y'all big. doing with y'all lives? Nothing like, much. What? Nothing, nothing much? Yeah, nothing. So <laughs> nothing newness this week? Emily here is just being humble because she knows she's packed with all her, what, photography, video mm-hmm. editing skills. Yep, they put you out there. They put you out there. Follow her on Instagram and you will see her content. Right? Creativity is lit right there. Barely because I'm, I'm not on social media that much, so... Well, okay. your content is still on there. Okay. Yeah, you can do <laughs> And you know, of course, me, I am still in the works of my EP. So that, just um, keep a lookout for that. <laughs> keep a lookout. Ooh, excited for that. Ooh. Katie? Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what can I say? Um, about to graduate soon. Ooh. Well, you know, soon in my definition, like, probably, like, you know, spring, but it's still soon to me. Um, working, working on a lot of projects, actually, so, just be, just be on the lookout, be on the lookout, it's coming, boy. Oh, I'm working on stuff, I'm moving, I'm moving in silence right now, moving in silence, I got a lot of things that I'm doing that I'm not gonna say because I don't need no negativity, so, um, I'm gonna flourish while I move in silence, silence, and when you see it, you see it. All right, so what advice can you give to the young women nowadays? Advice? Advice. Um, on anything? Like, because that's kind of a vague, like, what yeah. advice? Yes. <laughs> and let's start with like... the, the, um, the four-letter word, L-O-V-E. Hey. Oh, wow, that's, that, that's deep. I don't know, they want to listen to me, boy. Yeah, I mean, no, we can go please. in. We out here, single as a dog, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm single, too. <laughs> <laughs> Any listeners that want to court me, OG, little old me, charisma underscore XO. I cannot. Let me stop. Let me stop. I ain't uh, ready. <laughs> so, since you asked the question, you go ahead and ask. Yeah, for real. You answer for me. I just yeah. answered. Yeah. I'm come... single. That's, That's what for real. On love? Okay. For our, young, for our young Christian millennials out there, Christian mm-hmm. women out there, when it comes to love, what's your um, advice? Since I'm single, I'm getting to know myself. I, you know, I go out to the movies by myself. You know, I enjoy my little bring, sneaking popcorn and whatever, chicken wings in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where's 
that's the love of food, do. boy. Oh, that's <laughs> I, oh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm working out. Okay. Although I almost Self-care died, right I almost died the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the gym for the first time, y'all, and my body couldn't handle it. <laughs> I nearly fainted, so. I just found out that I need to have a protein bar right after I work out. So, you know, I'm trying to work on my body, you know. Uh, I don't have no advice. Just get to know yourself. That's what I'm learning. Just go out. Be be who you are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll be that person. I was an outsider. Um, advice on love. Do I really have any advice to give? I would say, on like, in my perspective... I think it really depends on the person for them to kind of, like, really define what love is. Because a lot of us, we could think love is mostly on, like, relationships. And, you know, I need to have this significant other Mm -hmm. to really feel love. But for me, I'm just, like, I look at my account and I'm, like, I'm not loving it right now. (laughs) Like, like, there's a different type of love, you know? But, um, like OG said, you really do have to put yourself first because you can't be out here trying to chase somebody and you, you don't even know what you want. Like, that's crazy. You're not supposed to be chasing <laughs> anyway. And you'd be surprised. These females be settling, though. I'm the just Bible, saying. The Bible <laughs> simply okay. says, he who finds a wife exactly. finds a good thing, not she who finds a husband right? finds a good thing. Okay? Amen, that's true. But y'all got to make sure y'all wife first, I'm just saying. Don't be out here, you know. Looking like your wife, but for real, no ring, right? No ring. Come on now, that's, that's crazy. A trap. That's a trap. That is a trap. That trap. Uh-uh. For me, love, like that's like you said, Katie. Mm-hmm. It's like a such a huge scale. Like it's not only just relationship wise. It's just yeah. in general, like loving people in general mm-hmm. and everything. Having self love. That's a big thing. Yeah. Self love. If you what? don't got self love, first you have to find out like who you're created from, which is love god is love so you have to once you realize that you start to realize your worth like you realize that you are uh, a queen you're a queen in god's eyes and you you have to view yourself that way so i feel like when i um my advice on love would be to love yourself and to love others Mm -hmm. as yourself like in the bible because once you do that it's it's the it's the number one thing in the bible love you know that's like the foundation of the bible it's centered around love god died for us because he loved us and everything so um definitely self-love that's important um if you if you find yourself struggling with um loving yourself and everything i say um definitely like talk to someone about it because i know that it's not it's not something that is so easy to be like okay one two three oh um i love myself today you know what i mean it might take some time to to to, um to love yourself and but i feel like that's important that's the number one thing because if you don't love yourself how can you love others you know and hard. and I think I'm I'm really big on community. I'm I'm just gonna say it till the day I die. Community, community, community. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I have my insecurities because I feel like I'm not pretty enough. But let me tell you, my friends they like to hype me up. Like I just walk <laughs> out, they're like, "Okay, OG, I Come see through, you. I see you, sis. I see you, sis." <laughs> and I'm like, "Guys, stop it!" And then they embarrass me. In public, and then you know, I try not to blush because you know now I feel pretty. But, <laughs> but um, I feel like if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be looking, looking at myself more and just embracing mm-hmm. what I got. So, yeah, I like that. See, with I feel like as girls, we don't hear a lot of that. Like, you have friends that generally like 
dang, like, I really, I like how you looking. Like, and I'm not hating, you know, especially as girls. It's like, oh, she pretty. The but then they hating on the low, like, what? Dissing, Come on, you not a real MB. friend if you're doing MB. that, like. Then I gotta be all hyped up and I gotta prove you wrong. Like, you can't be saying things like that. Like, on come that, on now. Why do you think it's so hard, like, as females, for us to, I won't say us, like, um, that we're, we're so with that, but I'm just saying in general, um, to support each other and to not tear each other down. Like, that's a thing we do. We see someone who may be prettier than us, we're like, oh, yeah, she cute, whatever, but we give her a side eye, like, nah, she ain't all that. Like, there's... We can never just fully support each other, be happy for each other. There's always some competition behind it. Why do you think that? Um, it's in our nature, <laughs> honestly. Wow. But I feel like it's in our nature, honestly, because, you know, it, especially for someone who's insecure, when you see somebody else, you're like, dang, you, you want to tear them down so you can make yourself feel better. So I guess, you know, it's like a coping me- mechanism, tearing somebody else down just to feel flat, because I've seen it. Like, this girl, this girl used to tell me all day, every day that I was ugly. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You don't mean nothing to me. So, like, like I don't care what your opinion is. You think I'm ugly, but I feel I'm popping. Do so, you find yourself doing that or thinking that sometimes? Like, Yeah, it's easy. Like, you know, you just, like, and you, it's easy to feel envious of another person. Because, obviously, social media showcases all these beautiful women but they don't like to um showcase the regular regular um size people because like for me i feel like i'm well actually i am overweight but it's all right because i'm still beautiful you're talking Um, about unrealistic ideals yes they give the the ideas oh you have to be small just to be pretty you don't have to be small to be pretty you you can be pretty any shape Mm -hmm. or size any color too because you know um there's a lot of people out there that feel like they're too dark colorism is real guys it still too exists. dark to yeah it still exists too yeah. dark um to be pretty honestly like and you know i haven't had those too dark problems because i'm not dark but i feel for those people that that find themselves in those predicament because you are beautiful no matter what and don't let no one determine your beauty amen Emily's kind of quiet. Do you have yeah. any? <laughs> she is quiet. My quiet. <laughs> well, since Emily don't have to say, um, I'm just added in. Um, I like what OG said. Um, I would say me and myself being a dark-skinned um, young lady, um, it is different, especially with, like, being natural, too. So let me tell y'all. My <laughs> hair is 4C. And for those that don't know what it means, there's Google, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you, that's different styles of our hair. And, you know, I never really paid attention to like how color really affected the person I am until, you know, you kind of look at who you're around. Like most of my friends are lighter than me and people that I come across, it could be even family members, you know, stuff like that. I never paid attention to it. Cause like myself as a person, I basically kind of like built myself. Like I don't have any older siblings. Um, I never really had that woman figure in my life. Like, I had my mom, of course, but I never really looked up to anyone. I was just like, I'm, the, I'm that person. Like, I'm on my own. I'm going to create the type of person I want to be. But when you're, like, a dark-skinned person and you start looking, like, at um, what guys be finding attractive, it's like, oh, I need my girl to have this curly hair. And I'm like, okay. I got I the curly hair, right? 
But they're like, nah, I need this little, you know, mamita, like little, like, you know, little Spanish, Spanish. Well, a little Brazilian head. And I'm like, hold up, what, why, why gotta be that type of texture? You know, like, why are we doing all of this? Like, I thought y'all said y'all love the queens and kings, right? Because I feel like we be contradicting ourselves when we keep saying, like, we love our queens, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, when I pass by and I'm not feeling you, right, you start switching up. And, oh, you don't love your queen no more. You start throwing these shots, like, what's going on? But if it was a different person that would have passed by, maybe someone that's a little bit lighter, that has some, you know, extra curls and everything, you start treating them different. So I would say, like, being a dark-skinned, you know, like, a young woman, it is a little bit harder than it is for someone that is lighter when it comes to, like, our skin tone. And I feel like then that's just how the world is. But at the same time, that don't mean you got to just settle for anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's really not, you know? But, yeah. Let me just say this, guys. KT is beautiful. <laughs> Check out her Instagram. Perps underscore ambition <laughs> if you ain't here the first time. <laughs> she is beautiful, okay? Actually, um... When I was younger, I know I know this is weird. I used to think she's weird, y'all. Like, I am weird. Really weird. Um, <laughs> they should know that by now. <laughs> so um, when I was younger, I used to want to be lighter. Mm-hmm. Even though you know people be like, "Girl, you light skin." I'm like, "No, I wanted to be lighter." Like like um, mm-hmm. I thought white people were more beautiful than I was. I didn't appreciate my color for the life of me. Like I just hated it. Like. Because all the pretty, pretty, when, well, younger, being younger, all the pretty um, white girls mm-hmm. got the attention more than I did. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I was in Skechers and um, I was in bad clothes anyway, but like I was looking rough, but my hair was always on point. My clothes wasn't on point, but my hair was always on point. But like I just felt like if I was lighter, maybe I'd get the attention. And, you know, and and it still exists nowadays where, because um, I remember seeing a video about it where they asked, uh, um, it was a video on Instagram where they asked a whole bunch of these Hispanics, um, little kids, wh- who was the bad person um, and who was the good person. And they showed a black doll and they showed a white doll. Mm-hmm. And immediately the kids thought the black people were, um, was the um, bad person more than the white people. And it was it was so sad and I'm listening to me like, yeah really like where where do you guys get these from? Yeah, there are people out in the world who who are our color that do bad things, but also in any color, shape or form, there are people who white people are bad um can be bad people too. Um yellow people could be bad people too. It doesn't matter what color you are, it shouldn't represent represent if you're good or not mm-hmm. it shouldn't at all and like you know and and obviously um in the books the textbooks when you open the textbooks what do you see do you see a black little girl no you see white people mm-hmm. so it's like for me i thought that i saw white people everywhere so why can't i be white like i used to hate being haitian i used to hide the fact that i was haitian because like they thought that we ate cat so like oh was, my gosh <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> yeah. okay. especially in high school Haitian day bro Haitian day I used to, Haitian day that was the only day I owned up and I was oh I was such a bad Haitian that was the only day I owned up to my nationality so but like just being in the culture of America like everyone has their own insecurities so what are your insecurities with not just being the color of your skin but yeah as a woman 
Well, I was gonna go back on the point where you guys were talking about dark skins. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say like, tell me if you guys don't notice this too, but like, um, I don't know. I just don't get how they get like dark skinned women get like so like. They're not like. So much hate. What? No, it's like they're like so, they go so unnoticed. They especially from like oh, guys who like yeah. are dark skins too. I'm like, bro, I know your mom's dark skin. Like, bruh. Yeah, and I know you don't think your mom's... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like, bro, I just don't get that. Like, what? Like, tell me tell me if I'm the only one who thinks that. No, you're not the like, only one who thinks that. Your mom dark skin and you just think dark skin people. Yeah, you're just like, you just like forget about them. You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's like a subconscious, like, kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say self-hate, but kind of, it, it kind of does seem that way. Because it's like, you don't. I don't understand how you could look at like um someone who's your own race, right, and then mm-hmm. put them down, tear them down. Oh, yeah. you no, know, it's okay to have preferences, that's fine, but to tear down your own race and say like yeah dirty things about you know the women of your race, like that's just I don't know. I uh, I, I don't know what to say. I, it literally leaves me speechless because it's so like unthinkable like to do. Like there, why would you do that? There's there's colorism in Hispanic in the Hispanic culture too because oh yeah, Afro Latina. Listen. listen um, to them, dark people, like, okay, I don't know if y'all watch the telenovelas. You ever realize the te- in the telenovelas that the darker people play the, the servants? That's true. That's every show. Uh, they play yeah. the servants. <laughs> they play the servants, and the lighter tone people, they be the main character. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they go through, too. Like, they, they don't like to um, claim the darker tone people. So, co- colorism... It's everywhere, honestly. It is everywhere. And it's it's so sick and disgusting that it still lives on. Just like racism. But we're not going to start on racism. So what? I'm going to go back to my question. What are the insecurities? Um, what are your insecurities and how have you tried to attack them? <laughs> Memory lane. <laughs> this is the flashback part. Okay. Um... I would say for myself, it used to be, um, it was like weight. Um, yeah, it was weight because back, thinking of myself, it was because of the people that um, I was surrounded with. And comparison. It's weight and comparison. Mm-hmm. So, I'm from the Caribbean. You know, I'm probably Haitian right here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, being in that family, like, I was surrounded by a lot of women. And, of course, I had the, you know, the casual you know, like, grandparents and all that, and, like, my dad was there, but I didn't grow up with my mom. Like, she didn't come into the States till, like, when I was, like, what, the end of my um, middle school year? So, but I only had, like, my auntie and my grandmother, and I had, like, one cousin, and for some reason, they always comparing this cousin, like, oh, this person is this, this person is that, and it would always be, like, oh, why are you that size? Like, why you keep eating this way? Da-da-da. Like, you're not gonna be this... Um, beautiful young lady if you keep eating like that you know so um, I was just thinking that with that right there it just it was horrible because how can you compare me to somebody else and I'm supposed to be like your own you know flesh and blood and it's looking like you only care about that person and that you know that built up insecurities because I didn't really care I went through that phase where I was like, it's tomboy time. Like, we wearing the jackets, we were doing the whole sneakers and everything, like, graphic tees. Like, I hated makeup, y'all. Like, oh I didn't wear makeup. I think my first time wearing makeup, like, little makeup was my 8th grade prom. And it was eyeshadow, y'all. That was my definition of, like, wearing makeup. And then I went, like, right? I'm trying to tell you. Like, that globe was serious. But anyways, uh, 
it was just that was my big insecurity, like comparison me, and then oh, and then with the weight thing, I it was I think it was like a day where I just I couldn't take it no more, and I like basically went on this like diet, right? My definition of diet was just like I didn't eat, so I didn't eat for like a good amount of times, and. And then people start noticing, like, you know, uh, Caribbean, they're like, oh, why are you losing this weight? You're not this size anymore. Now you want, um, you know, excuse my little language, you know, if y'all could translate. They'll be like, you want to be a demoiselle? Like, basically, like, you don't have that shape anymore. So it's just, yeah, we've to a sexy. Like, what? So it's like, they can't make up their mind. They really can't. So I'm just like, at that point, I was just like, I'm so over y'all. Like, y'all. And then I remember I stood up for myself because they were trying me again. And they were, and but this time it was different. They were telling me the things that my cousin was doing wrong, and I was like, pause. So, about a couple of years ago, y'all was coming for me. But the one time stuff messed up, everything changed. And it's like at that moment, I was like, stop. Like my clothes, you can even ask my parents now. Like, like I'll be, I'll just dress myself. And at first, my mom would be like, that's what you gonna wear. And I'm like, yep. And I walk out the door. And then when we go out, and then somebody gives me a compliment. And she just looks so surprised. She's like, "Oh yeah, like I told her to wear this and that." I'm like, "I'm like, what, mom? You didn't, you didn't wow. say that. Like, what? You just gonna take my hype? Mm. You know?" So like after going through that phase, the whole diet, like having that insecurity, I was just over it. And I'm not the type of person that like gives up like that. But at that point, I had to give up to be a better person. Like I was so fed up with people like saying certain things to me and thinking like, "Oh, it could just fly by because." you know, they're a little bit older and, you know, they actually know what beauty looks like. And I'm like, y'all don't even know what it looked like. You better check your mirror before you come to talk to me. That's my definition. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shots. <laughs> fired. That's me. That. Like a big part of what, <laughs> what you went through is because of the expectations in general yeah. that society has on women. Like whether it be in um, our culture, Haitian culture, it doesn't matter because it's always, like you said, you can never satisfy people. Like no, you're too, you're too thin. You're too big. You're mm-hmm. too this. You're too that. It's oh, it's never going to be just right. You know what I mean? And that's yep. a big. I find that so annoying. Like we yeah. have to, like women, we have to adhere to so many things. You so many. Oh my goodness. And I just don't understand why there's beauty in being unique. Like for me, um, my insecurities, something that I struggled with, like, um, for a long time growing up is being too skinny like legit that was my struggle and a lot of people are like oh wait what like what do you mean like there there are like so many like things that come with everyone has their own different struggle you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Uh so with me it was just like i always got comments on that like oh you don't eat you don't do one you know i do i love eating (laughs) (laughs) so that that i was so insecure about that everyone you know seemed to be a quote-unquote normal size and i was always just the thinner and always on the thinner end and everything i was always trying to you know gain weight nothing happened um i don't know if that's still struggle but (laughs) (laughs) but um there's that and also like what og said earlier i can relate to her her about um what she said about um like white people and like wanting to not be black when i was in middle school i know especially growing up in a predominantly white area it's like you always see Everyone gravitates towards, there's nothing wrong um, with this, but it's just, you know, something that I found I was insecure about. Um, that everyone loved, you know, the, the girls with the long, pretty hair, you know, his, the Spanish girls, white girls and everything. And I'm over here like, no one, you know, I'm, I'm just unloved. <laughs> right? No one likes like, my fro. I'm, I'm no like, one no likes one likes the fro. Like, and, and that's another thing, like, mm. I was insecure about 
I guess my blackness. Like I felt like okay, maybe I'm too black. Maybe I have to be more, you know, more like, civilized more, or something, more right? White. No, I yeah. won't say civilized. I'll say what? Um, more. I'm not even gonna say white. That's yeah. More. It's like a word. Them, you know yeah, I mean? like them. <laughs> um. So like, I'd be embarrassed to like enjoy rap music stuff like that. I'm like, nah, like I can't. Like it'll make me look too black. Or, <laughs> or you know what? Let me let me let me perm my hair. Like you know, I'll yeah. be more. Oh, the Saturday know, I, my, morning. My <laughs> Yo. Let me get. Let me take away the naps. You know. Mm-hmm. And I felt like yeah, that would solve true. my my issue. Like I'd feel more beautiful. It really, mm-hmm. it really didn't do anything. Honestly, like it all comes down to self love at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I had zero self love. Like I was yeah. trying to be someone I wasn't. Like I was trying to be like, you know, I was trying to fit in. Yeah, you know, I was okay. hating myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I think, literally, um, I think senior, junior, senior year in high school, I don't remember. Um, that's when I went natural. I was starting to embrace, like you know, how I was born and everything. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with um, it, um, people who perm their hair. By the oh way, yeah, we saying. still love y'all. y'all yeah, yeah, there's nothing like, wrong with that. But nappy hair, nappy um, hair matters. Okay, yeah. but but this is for me. It was a big thing because I was so scared. Like I, I, I felt like I'd be ugly in my skin. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It was a huge step for me going natural. So once I did that, I know I saw myself and. Um, I'm natural. Like, I saw myself in all God's glory, you know what I mean? Like, how I was intended to be. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, I, I like, I like my, I love myself, you know, I like this, I can do this. Like, my clothes are popping, boy. I like my skin. I love being black. I embrace myself. Like, I don't have to, like, you know, um. Hide the culture. I don't have to hide the culture. Act like someone I'm not. But, um, yeah, that's what I dealt with, um, in middle school, mainly. But, yeah. And I overcame that. Uh. I guess for me, um, it was the cl- whole clothes thing because um, growing up, well, my dad still still doesn't like my style, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I recently played a mind trick on him. And um, I basically, on my birthday, I bought this whole new outfit and I told him that, and shoes, um, I told him that um, KT bought me the shoes. And I also told him my um, my other friend Abigail bought me the top, mm-hmm. and the moment I told him that they bought it for me, he said, "Oh, you look nice. You look beautiful." Da, 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 da. So you have to listen. Wow. If I would have said that I bought it and I personally chose it, it's ugly. I don't like you too cheap. You you this you that, and I'm like, it's never enough. And I'm like sitting here like, okay, and then there I. Honestly, I dread going to family outings because every time they see me, either my love life comes up or my weight comes up. It's like they they'd be like, "Oh, maybe it's your weight that is it's the reason why you don't have a boyfriend." And I'm like, "No, the reason why I don't have a boyfriend is because I don't want one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want one. I need to I need to spend time for myself. I need to respect my singleness." And like if I can't if I can't be independent and know how to take care of myself and love me for me, why should I be entering a relationship? And you know, I still deal with those things today, but like I just feel like, you know, just show them. Just show them. when you're married it, it's never enough for anybody. Then when you do get married, then the next thing is when you gonna have kids. <laughs> when you have kids, they're gonna be like why you do that with your kids? 
So it's like never enough. So I advise you guys with any with anything that you feel when you are insecure, especially if you live in a Caribbean household, you are bound to have insecurities because they will bring the insecurities to you. Hmm. <laughs> I'll just say that Caribbean just they're more blunt. They may not realize yeah. it. It's just they're more it's they're tough love. You know yeah, I mean? they don't know when to shut up. Oh That's my God. They wow. don't know when to shut up. <laughs> they don't know when to not say they something. They don't have a filter. Yeah, they, they have no filter. They don't know when to say anything and when not to say it. Yeah. So I would just advise you just to embrace yourself and just don't cloud in the negativity in your mm-hmm. head. Because if you continue to cloud it, then you're just going to get depressed. And when you get depressed and no one knows you're depressed, <sighs> bad things happen. So, Ooh, Can I yeah. add something to that? Yeah. Um, With like everything that we said, like as I was listening... Like, don't think that we know we're shaming like our culture or oh, nothing no. like that. No, like, no. yo, like y'all be sleeping Caribbean, okay? All right, I like some Caribbean. Well, okay, I'm gonna just say like a lot of Caribbean women, like yes, women, like they are strong. Okay, mm-hmm. hear their stories, bro. Don't be sleep on it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we have our little issues, and you know we do face insecurities, you know, a little bit harder than others. But that doesn't mean like yo, we're not strong. Like we still mm-hmm. out here, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still out here, you know? How do you, um, how do you guys feel about, I don't know, maybe if it's just, like, our culture type of thing, or just in general, but about the older folks pressuring relationships on us, like, as single Christian women? Like, how do you feel about that? Um, I think, I think, honestly, let me tell you something. My dad over here pressuring a relationship out of me, and I'm only 21. I am young. Um, he over here telling people that he about to be a grandpa. I'm I, I, he not gonna be a grandpa anytime soon. Like he honestly. just skipped everything. He skipped yeah, the boyfriend. He, he, skipped, t- he skipped the process. Exactly. <laughs> he, he skipped the process. He was like, I'm gonna be a grandpa next. And I'm like, with who? Maybe my brother, but not me. Mm-hmm. I asked my brother. I texted my brother that day. Did you get a girl pregnant out of wedlock? And I did mm-hmm. ask him, and then he was like, Nah, it's all you. And I'm like, Nah, it's not me because I don't got no man. <laughs> I don't got a ring, so I'm not having a baby. And I'm not having a baby anytime soon, but, like, I just... Do you feel like it makes you think that, um... I'm not... Let me, let me try to word this correctly. That, um, we're not... It's kind of like you're not worthy until you yeah, find, okay. like, that man, that's someone to marry you. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, okay, you need okay. to find a husband. Like, you have to. Yeah, to me, for them, it is... It is important to them, and I feel like sometimes when um, when you do get once you get married, there's always gonna be something that they want. So once you do get married, it's like them asking you, when are you gonna have kids? Mm-hmm. And when you have the kids, they're gonna have their two cents to say it. So it's like it's a never-ending cycle, and them pressuring us to like pressuring us to. Um, Get into relationships. I would. I, I'm. Like, I look at my dad. I'm like, listen. When I was in high school, you was over here shooing away the fact that I should be in a relationship, mm-hmm. and now it's like overwhelming of them asking us now. When are you gonna get married? Do you have boyfriend? You reading a book on your phone? Is that your boyfriend? You texting? No, no. Mm-hmm. You you hang out with your friends like twice a week. 
oh, is that a boyfriend you hang? No. <laughs> it's like, it's boyfriend, 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 boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So, and once you have the boyfriend, when's the wedding? What? Yeah. Like, no, take it slow. And I feel like a, um, a lot of youth are t- going fast with relationships. And I just want to take everything slow because I want to get into the right situation where I can find a husband that cherishes me for me, not rush into a relationship where I I lose myself. Mm-hmm. So being married shouldn't be define you as a woman. You don't yes. need to marry. You don't need to get married Bingo. just to be successful. You can be successful on your own. Preach. You That's do okay. not need a man. They probably need us, but you do not need a man <laughs> to be successful. They need us because honestly, um, would you say we at, need each other? Yeah, we do need each other. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna take back to Genesis, where Adam and Eve, when Adam <laughs> wanted a companion, what did God, God do? Said, he not, made Eve. He not didn't good for man to be alone. Yes, exactly. And they go, they go, your girl. He needed a companion, and the companion was a woman. Mm. Okay? So, they needed us. But I'm not going to start on that. Because, <laughs> you know, there's going to be an argument about it. <laughs> KT? Um, with that, like OG said, like, you really don't have to wait till you're married to feel like, wow, now I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like... Sometimes we just have to check ourselves. Like, some of us, I know it's easy, like, for us to say, like, oh, you know, when I get married, then this is going to happen. This is when the process is going to start. This is when the guy's going to start looking at me, yada, yada. And, like, how, you know, Oji was giving her opinion about, like, the family wanting her to be, like, in a relationship so soon and all of that. And it's, like, for me, it's, like, the opposite. Like, like not that my parents are against anything. It's just, like, we never really made that the focus. The only thing my dad is always telling me, like, don't ever be somebody's maid. And don't ever feel like you can't be anybody without having a man. So, like, the person I am, like, how, you know, those that know me personally, like, you could read it off of me. Like, I always, I'm my own person. But at the same time... We do have to be careful with the whole independence. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman. I don't need a man. Da, da, da. Ladies, let's be honest. We need them. We do need, <laughs> we need them, okay? We got to be realistic because we, we, we um, how do I say it? Like, we match each other, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So even if we are independent, yeah, we complement each other. Even if we are independent and have a lot going for ourselves, don't end up being this person where you're going to be bitter and apparently all the guys are not good enough for you because, oh, they don't have enough education or they're not a billionaire or they're not holy enough. You'll be surprised how many people think a guy is not holy enough for them to be in their presence. If you're going to be that type of person, you better have a talk with God, you know? You better make sure you're right. Exactly. Make sure you're right with God. Okay? That's not even a Christian mindset. So it's just, it's a lot where, um, as young women, the best advice I can ever give is just like you have to love yourself for you. Like I know it's so easy to say, but when I say like you really have to love yourself, like you could well, you have to wake up that day and you know look at yourself in the mirror, and be like, dang, yep, I got these stretch marks, you know, aka tiger marks, and then you know you got these bumps and acne, so you just like, dang, I should drink that soda. But it's like you keep going, right? You keep listing all this negativity. But in a day, you still gonna get dressed. You still gonna do your business. You still gonna go out and be you. So why do you let that little five seconds of negativity um, make up your entire life? Mm-hmm. You know, 
So don't stop there. The mirror is supposed to be a reflection of what you see. So if that's all you see, then that's what you're going to be. I love that. This whole thing, the whole underlying theme right here is self-love. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Do you, okay, because I remember, um, we actually have a group chat, and it's the YEV chat. I remember a couple months ago um, where um, a certain person was talking about, I'm talking to the ladies about whether or not they would still be interested in a guy who um, who didn't have a job according to their circumstances or make um, make more money than them. Would you guys find your... Would you be okay with that? Oh, I think Emily should answer that one. Right? What do you think about that? Um, like, repeat the question? Okay, so the question is, would you be okay with um, making more money than a man or someone who is in an um, impossible predicament where he um, he can't provide at that moment? Do you mean like financial provider? Financial. Or... It can be anything because sometimes, okay, say for instance, the person is in TPS mm-hmm. and um, they have to wait for their work visa to be approved. Mm-hmm. So then it's, 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 it's requiring them, it's requiring them to not, um, not work. And it's not their fault. They're, they're educated. They are smart. They're a nice young man. And they can give you the life. So basically, just a predicament where the guy does is not able to work. Yes. Okay. Basically. Oh. Or he makes or, less money or, than or, you. Yeah, or you make more money. Oh, the less money talk. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the less money. <laughs> right? When the girl makes more than the guy makes less. You're if that would, like, change, if that would um affect us dating that person. Yeah. Affect your interests. So, what about it, Emily? Ooh. Um, To be honest, I feel like... I mean, I don't have a problem with making more money, but I feel like deep down I'd be like, uh, "Bro, <laughs> where, where the last one at? <laughs> where the bag at? All right, that's a little insecure right there." But like, yeah, yeah, because like, I mean, if he's like, I don't know, you want him to make more money yeah, than you? Well, not really. As long as he's making some kind of cash flow, like that's enough income, enough okay. for us to be like, if to I work didn't, together? yeah, yeah, to work together and like. Let's say I, I didn't want to work, like we'd be stable off of that. Okay, like, that's true. Okay, that's new. So, anybody else? Everyone's like, not me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I felt like you were next. <laughs> I thought you was about to spit right? something. You know. Uh, well, um, I personally don't. When it comes to um making more money than my husband, I that's not something. Or husband. I'm sorry. I don't know where I got. Um, the husband from the year thing was dead. The future. She's speaking um, to her life right there. I guess. Speaking um, into existence. Yeah, speaking mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> but I, I don't see a problem with that. I think, if anything, um, you know, the, the guy would probably be insecure about that and feel some type of way. But I wouldn't feel any way about that, about me making more money. Um, when it comes to the situation where him not being able to work, I don't know. I feel like in that situation, it's like you can't control everything that happens, you know, in life. Like I could be in that same situation. Would you? Would he still be interested in me? Like, like you have to kind of put yourself in um, their shoes as well. And if the connect, like if the connection 
everything is there and it's strong and everything and you just throw it away on something so like temporary something like that i feel like it's not i don't know that i don't think that would affect um how i feel or how about that person about wanting to date them and, and wanting to be with them because that situation could change and it shouldn't and and like for example when i think about that i think about and i know that you're not um you're not in this context you're not asking um you're not saying you're a husband. You're not asking. You're not saying that. You're saying like boyfriend. Would you date that person? But when I think about that, I think about that verse. That's like you know through um, sickness and health, rich or for poor, all that stuff. So it's kind of like you have to have that mindset um, that you would accept because the person that you're dating, I would hope it's that <laughs> you're I would trying hope. to get married. Yeah, that you're trying to get married to that person. Like, what's so your end goal? It's kind of like you have to take it in that situation. You have to be committed if you're if that's what you're both um you know focused on and working towards you both know and acknowledge that you know this is not just a fun little play thing this is actually a serious right this thing is not a free trial there's yeah, an like, to this. Yeah. you gotta like, pay for the full price something here. so it's kind of like you have to take that into perspective and be like okay like i want to be with this person that means that through the ups and downs, mm-hmm. that's what a relationship is. With or without you know? the wig, you but know, yeah, got to be with them. That's, that's my two, two uh, cents or five cents, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I do think there are lots of women that um have this long, long, long list of standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, who they want the guy to be tall. They want the guy to be strong. They want. They, they want him to make at least a little bit more money than... A lot of times, God don't give you what you want, but what you need. Oh, right. that's it. true. And you know, a or lot of... He can do both, you know? He can do both, but... I thought Omega, bro. Don't be But I feel like, you know, um, they, a, a lot of women turn away the underdogs, and they shouldn't turn them away because they're awesome people. So, with that being said... Any last minute... Any last-minute advice to the young woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, just be you. Be beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. keep going. Um, yeah, do you. Like, really do you. Like, whatever you're chasing, go after it. If you really see that, you know, this guy is supposed to be you, pray about it first, okay? Don't yeah, be just saying, like, oh, God sent you. No. The, <laughs> just know the devil's not ugly. I'm just saying. Be Whoa. mindful of that. No. The devil no. knows verses too. If I'm not dating a guy, then I'm not a woman, you know? Kind yeah. of like what, I don't know, sometimes we get that um, shoved down our throats. But basically, you you don't need that. What you need really is God. Like, that's not even just a sugar-coated answer, but it is true because if you don't have that relationship with God, you're going to have a hole in yourself, and then you're going to feel that, you know, maybe a relationship will fill that void. Maybe that will work. You'll look for other things, but trust me, trust me, trust me. Nothing will work except for God mm-hmm. and, and prayer, having that personal relationship with God. So my advice to y'all, women, females out there, know your worth, know that you are a queen, that God made you and you are beautiful. And you are beautiful. You are meant to be unique, be different. You don't have to go by the standards of, the beauty standards of um, society IG to feel models. worthier. Nah, IG models, girl, <laughs> like nah. Like 
do you, like Kalinsky said, be beautiful, do you, baby. That's it. (laughs) Be the outcast of your own beauty. Be the outcast. Stand out. You are beautiful no matter what shape or size you are. Or color. Yes, or color. And if a man can't accept that and if he's trying to change you, then he ain't for you, boo. He not. He not. You need to cut it, okay? (laughs) You need to cut him off, honestly. Now, thank you for listening to the Ladies Edition. And thank you 